Welcome to the West Bromcast, and today we're talking about Albion's 3-2 win over Liverpool. And I say Liverpool because it was really against Liverpool with the assisted help of the video assistant referee. The VAR actually ruled out an Albion goal, gave Liverpool a penalty, and delayed awarding us our third goal because of how long it took. It seemed like it took five minutes to decide on anything, Um, especially with the penalty. They only went to video assistant referee because the players were asking for it. When a rule of VAR is that it's not for the players to ask for. Players were picking up injuries. Uh, Carnu, Gibbs went off with hamstring, hamstring problems. And that was, some people are saying that that can be put down to the fact that VAR took so long because it was going from such a high paced game to nothing that VAR was causing these injury problems. Now, I think VAR, I always liked the idea of VAR, but if that's going to be how VAR operates, then I wasn't really a fan. I asked you guys what you thought of VAR on the night. Cam said it, it just wastes too much time. Uh, Darren uh, Carswell says it's shambolic. And Stuart Mayo said it wastes time. And would have rather the ref and linesman decide and get on with the game regardless of it. The de- the, regardless of if their decision is wrong. It's always been that way. Don't change it. I feel like a lot of people like the human element of football. Um, you know, decisions are there to be talked about. Like, if there's a wrong or right decision, then it gives us talking points. If VAR just does everything, then there's not going to be a lot to talk about. Plus, some referees are going to favour using VAR over other ones, and then you're going to get a bad level of consistency. You know, some referees will always go to VAR, and some won't, and it's just a hard thing to get right. (sighs) Even though, well... Regardless of the VAR situation, Albion get a famous away win at Anfield. 3-2. We go through to the fifth round of the FA Cup. West Brom are the first team to score three goals at Anfield since Real Madrid in 2014, which is <laughs> it's quite the record. The first goal came after a misunderstanding between captain Johnny Evans and Ben Foster which led to Roberto Firmino chipping in the first goal, which was answered in swift reply by a thunderbolt of a shot into the top corner by Jay Rodriguez, who followed up, scoring a brace within four minutes. Uh, We then went on to go 3-1 up, what we thought we were when Craig Dawson's goal was ruled offside, thanks to VAR. Um, We eventually went 3-1 up with Matt Ipp's own goal, Liverpool started to come back into the game. Salah scored 3-2. West Brom sort of batting down the hatches. Constant pressure from Liverpool. The probably played well enough and we got the win. And Jurgen Klopp was saying that it was cut short due to broadcast reasons. And It's something about Jurgen Klopp and just not being able to take a result sometimes. Especially that the higher teams are like that when, when a lower... Uh, when a lower down club beats them, they just can't seem to to take it, which is quite annoying. But it was a good performance.
from a squad that you know we were missing Rondon. Uh, I think like you know there were a couple of players out because there was a sickness going around that week, and a couple of players had just got over this sickness because I know originally Ben Foster and um, other other players were were deemed to be missing out on the game, but they they managed to uh, get through it and put on a great performance. I'm glad they did because some people were saying West Brom are just going to throw this game. But we didn't. We give it our all and we, we stunned Liverpool. Fantastic to get through to the... I love a cup run window into the last 16. Jay Rodriguez, obviously man of the match, deserved it. Um, and just exciting. I mean, we only had 31% possession, but it's what you do with that possession. Eight shots, three on target, three goals. You know, Liverpool did dominate the play, but I thought we played well enough and uh, took our chances. Some ruthless finishing. And that ruthless finishing is going to be made even more ruthless with the introduction of Daniel Sturridge. Yes, we got Daniel Sturridge on loan from Liverpool until the end of the season. This is cr- it's so crazy. I was so happy. When I heard we we could possibly be getting Sturridge, I I jumped up and I was running around the house because I'm a big fan of Daniel Sturridge. Daniel Sturridge to me is just a class striker. He's pace, powerful. He's got that finesse finish about him. He's he's a quality striker and with the real game time he'll be getting with us. I think he can just give us enough fire firepower to. To stay up this season, I'm really, really excited about Daniel Sturridge, and I cannot wait to see him play his first game. He, you know, it looks so surreal looking at Daniel Sturridge in an English, uh, in a West Brom shirt. It's so cool. I'm so happy with Daniel Sturridge. We got some serious fire. We got some, we got options now. We got Daniel Sturridge, Rondon, Rodriguez, Carnu. Especially with this cup run we're on, we, we you know, it's easier to rotate players. We've got options now, even if we're, you know, hit with injuries. So that was really, really good to see. Um, we've also signed um, Higazi's Egyptian defensive partner, Gabba. Um, another, you know, strengthening, just strengthen up the squad. He's on loan until the end of the season. If Johnny Evans does go, then we have that Egyptian partnership at the back. Again, just more and more options, and it's really really reassuring to know that we can rotate our squad now our squad's starting to grow so fantastic business being done in the window but yeah we we went on to draw Southampton at home in the last 16 of the FA Cup the only you know just our luck that it is the only all Premier League tie of the round you know it would have been nice to draw Coventry I know there could have been some big you know tributes to Sir Regis in that game could have drawn a couple of sides like Wigan, uh, Mansfield even, but no, we do it the hard way. We beat Liverpool, and then what's our reward? Another Premier League class. So if we're going to do it, we're going to do it the hard way. I'm really excited about it. Obviously, we got Southampton coming up this weekend, which is a good test to, to see how we fare against that team, and a massive game that is. But before that, we face Man City. What can you say about this game? Last time we played Man City, it was under Pulis, and we only lost 3-2. We give him a good go. I think if we play like we did against Liverpool, there's a shot we can get a point out of this game. It would be massive if we get a point. 
especially with teams like Swansea having big games tonight against Arsenal. Um, we really need to capitalise on any points we can. So if we can get a point out of Man City, I would be extremely happy. Then hopefully take three against Southampton. Try and get out of this relegation slump. But, you know, fantastic. Just fantastic spirit at the moment. There seems to be a spirit coming about the club again. Everyone seems to be positive, happy, energetic, optimistic. Uh, these introductions, these Daniel Sturridge introductions, I think it's going to inject real life into the fans, the club, the players. I I can't wait to see how this season turns out. Now. And I, I really hope that we can reward our fans, because our fans have been some of the best fans in the league this season I hope we can reward our fans with a trip to Wembley obviously not against Tottenham in the league but um, I'm talking about an FA Cup final wouldn't that just be fantastic like I would love a trip to a to an FA Cup final and, and I know every West Brom fan would really relish that opportunity it's really exciting at the moment obviously the league position isn't exciting but I just, I'm, I'm feeling quite optimistic. I really want a good go at this cup. I'd love to get into this, you know, at least the semi-finals. That would be amazing. And then focus on this league situation, and then we have a great base to build from next season. Hopefully, do something uh, in the league. But you know, this Man City game coming up is a big game. Let's hope we can, we can get through this with our spirits high, defend well, take our chances. You know. You're looking at one of the best, one of the best teams in the in the world at the moment. So any anything we get against them, against them would be massive, massive confidence. I asked your guys' thoughts on our tie with Southampton, and here are some of the comments. Arjun Kang said he would have liked someone lower, but we're at home, and maybe and he may be going himself. So he's quite optimistic and thinks two one. Dylan Fletcher thinks 4-2. Ben Dreyer says he'd have taken any team who wasn't a top six side at home. So, yeah, he's happy with that. Ethan, Ethan Ling isn't very optimistic. He thinks Southampton will win. But uh, Lee Foxall tells him to be positive, which I agree with. Sam Bromley says, yes, let's see how we get on against them on Saturday in the league. Uh, G... James says, decent, could have been United or City, but on the other hand, could have had Coventry. But I'm sure we can win. Josh Holmes says, if we beat Liverpool, then we can beat Southampton. Louis Draper Peace says, come on, you baggies, we will get the win. Darren Carswell says, I'd rather beat them in the league on Saturday. Each to their own, I think, on that one. There's many different opinions there. Um... J2M176 says let's get behind them and hope we play like we did against Liverpool if so 2-0 baggies Stuart Mayo says win 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 Tim's J says we'll see how we get get on against them in the league and jo Joanne says 2-1 to the Albion so everybody is feeling quite optimistic about the FA Cup as they should and that was before our new signings so lot to look forward to, a lot to be excited about. Big week coming up now. Man City tomorrow, Southampton on the weekend. Let's just wait and see because you never know with this Albion team what we can what we can produce on our day. So thank you for listening.
Uh, please follow all the social medias, uh, West Bromcast on everything, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Instagram is where I do most of uh, my connecting with um, all the fans of West Brom. Leave your comments there to be read out here. Uh, drop me a message if you want to get involved at all. I know a lot of people have been doing them. looking to take some calls soon. Um, but yeah, again, thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next one. Mm-hmm.